0: Welcome to Created to Reign, a production of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. I'm Cal Beisner, President of the Cornwall Alliance. In my last podcast, I introduced you to the Next Generation Science Standards and the Related Framework for K-12 Science Education, which have promoted, quote, environmental literacy plans, unquote, that have been implemented in 44 states and the District of Columbia, The NGSS and the framework, though supposedly religiously neutral, are actually built on the foundation of atheistic naturalism and materialism. They also undermine the biblical teaching that mankind, made in God's image, is mandated to fill, subdue, and rule the earth. There are other evils in the science standards, but in today's program, I will focus on one that ought to be condemned by every scientist, no matter his religious persuasion. The standards frequently present science as, quote, an enterprise promoted by consensus, unquote. On the contrary, consensus is not a scientific value, but a political value, As should be clear to anyone familiar with the history of science, which chronicles scores or even hundreds of great reversals of once reigning paradigms, as documented, for example, in Thomas Kuhn's revolutionary book, The Structure of Scientific Revolutions. Science does not seek to attain truth by popular or expert vote, but by logical reasoning from premises provided by observations of the surrounding world. I consider this one of the most serious errors in the standards, both because it undermines true science and because it plays into the hands of those who intentionally politicize science—the proponents and practitioners of what is called post-normal science. Post-normal science is essentially postmodern deconstruction, a literary theory developed in the humanities that holds that language doesn't convey meaning or truth but only projects (laughs) power—an idea which, by the way, is self-refuting, for if it's meaningful and true, then it defines itself as meaningless and untrue and merely projecting power, which means there's no reason to believe it. Post-normal science is postmodern deconstruction applied to the sciences. For post-normal science, scientific procedures—observation, hypothesis, experimentation, testing, computer modeling even peer review for publication, are undertaken not to discover truth about the world, but to project power, to further an agenda. Consequently, post-normal scientists go through the motions of what we all think of as science, but only for show. Their conclusions are already determined. How serious a problem is post-normal science? In the case of the global warming controversy, post normal science plays an absolutely crucial role. And catastrophic anthropogenic global warming has become the chief rationale for gross restrictions on liberty and property, coerced limits on procreation, and the replacement of local, accountable government with global, unaccountable government. One of the world's foremost proponents of post normal science is Dr. Mike Hume. Who has been a co-author of articles on post-normal science with Oxford philosopher of science Dr. Jerome Ravitz, who pioneered post-normal science in the early 1960s as a methodology to be used when quote facts are uncertain, values in dispute, stakes high, and decisions urgent unquote. now Hume is not only a co-author on post-normal science with Ravitz. he is also former professor of climate change – note that title, not of climate, but of climate change – at the University of East Anglia, home of ClimateGate's Climatic Research Unit, in which capacity Hume taught many of the world's leading climate alarmist scientists. He's a main contributor to climate change scenarios used by the British government, the European Commission, the UN Environment Programme and Population Division – the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change and the World Wildlife Fund. He's a lead author for the chapter Climate Scenario Development of the IPCC's 2001 assessment report and a contributing author on several chapters. And he's the influential author of the book Why We Disagree About Global Warming. In short, though not frequently mentioned in the mainstream media, Mike Hume is probably more important to the climate alarmist movement than such better-known people as Al, I sold my cable channel to Al-Qaeda supporter Al Jazeera for millions in oil money because I didn't want it getting into the hands of Glenn Beck, Gore. Or James, put fossil fuel company executives on trial for crimes against humanity and nature, Hansen. And... Michael Hockeystick Man. Much as we might disagree with Hume's views on CAGW and reject his post-normal science, though, we should be thankful for his candor, for here are some things he wrote in that book, why we disagree about global warming. Quote, disputes in post-normal science focus on the process of science, who gets funded, who evaluates quality, who has the ear of policy, The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is a classic example of a post-normal scientific activity. Quote again, Within a capitalist world order, climate change is actually a convenient phenomenon to come along. Self-evidently dangerous climate change will not emerge from a normal scientific process of truth seeking. Scientists and politicians must trade truth for influence. The function of climate change, really is not about stopping climate chaos. Instead, we need to see how we can use the idea of climate change to rethink how we take forward our political, social, economic, and personal projects over the decades to come. Still quoting here, "...the idea of climate change should be seen as an intellectual resource around which our collective and personal identities and projects can form and take shape." We need to ask not what we can do for climate change, but what climate change can do for us. Because the idea of climate change is so plastic, it can be deployed across many of our human projects and can serve many of our psychological, ethical, and spiritual needs. And finally, still quoting here, Climate change has become the mother of all issues, the key narrative within which all environmental politics, from global to local, is now framed, Rather than asking, how do we solve climate change, we need to turn the question around and ask, how does the idea of climate change alter the way we arrive at and achieve our personal aspirations? Unquote. That, my friends, is post-normal science. And it is first and foremost the attempt to project power by claiming consensus among scientists. Never mind that consensus isn't a scientific value, never mind that such consensus as there is on catastrophic anthropogenic global warming is not spontaneous but was carefully manufactured by the IPCC, and never mind that a manufactured consensus is, as former Georgia Tech professor of climatology Dr. Judith Curry, herself a past contributing author to the IPCC, the bane of real science. It minimizes uncertainty. It enforces bias in selection of experts privileged to define it. And so, in the long term, ironically and rightly, consensus undermines credibility. The global warming ch- juggernaut is post normal science on the march. And our public schools are already indoctrinating children with the belief that consensus is a scientific value. In other words, they are ensuring that they won't have the properly scientific mindset to challenge post-normal science. Thank you for listening. The Cornwall Alliance is a network of evangelical Christian theologians, scientists, economists, and other scholars dedicated to promoting biblical earth stewardship, in contrast to environmentalism, economic development for the poor, and the proclamation and defense of the gospel in a world permeated by a green movement whose worldview, theology, and ethics are overwhelmingly anti-Christian, whose science and economics are often badly flawed, whose policies therefore often are of no real benefit to natural ecosystems but are harmful to the poor, and whose doctrines of God, creation, humanity, sin, and salvation are anti-biblical. Among other things, we labor to expose and oppose corruptions of science, like those found in the Next Generation Science Standards and the Framework for K-12 Science Education, and to answer their challenges to the Christian faith, to God-given rights of life, liberty, and property, and to limited government, the rule of law, and the free market. To learn more, come to CornwallAlliance.org to read our hundreds of informative articles and research papers, subscribe to our highly informative email newsletter, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And please, pray for us and consider supporting us with your tax-deductible donations, which you can make quickly and easily online at cornwallalliance.org slash donate. If if you've enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends about it and leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.